0: stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypannuccio.com forward slash act. Now that summer's winding down, I'm reaching back into the vault today to rebroadcast an episode on plot that many of you have found useful. In this episode, I go over five common Plot problems I see in beginning stories and the antidote to each of them. Use these to pressure test your plot to see if it's hitting these five points. So let's get right to it. Raise your hand if you're struggling with your plot right now. Maybe you feel like your characters are just going through the plot points just going through the paces. Maybe the characters are just talking to each other about the plot, but it just doesn't feel like the story is coming together. Maybe you're overthinking your plot lines. You might be happy with the general shape you have with your three-act structure, but when you go in to break down those story beats, you're finding all these plot holes, and then you start second guessing every plot point and how each character in scene works within the plot. Now this is totally normal, but there are ways to find those connecting threads that might be missing in your current draft. So today I'm gonna give you five common plot problems and how to fix them so that you have a better sense of control and you'll know what's relevant in your draft and what you can cut or what you can develop more deeply. Sound good? Okay, so let's get into it. Plot problem number one. There's no central story problem. Sometimes it's just not clear what the story problem is. So writers will often swing from one story problem to another. They stack the deck with trouble. And this is because you're often told to put your characters in some kind of danger, physical or emotional danger, and to keep that escalating. Now, that's a good intention, but what often happens is the character solves one problem, then moves on to the second problem, solves that, escapes that, and then moves on to the third problem. But those events don't feel integrated or connected to one another because there's no causal relationship. And to the reader, they can't make the connection. And they want to know why what's happening in any given moment matters. They want to intuit why it's relevant. So you want to ask, What's the predicament your protagonist has no other choice but to solve? What's the unavoidable external change that will force your protagonist to take action, to stare down his or her own internal conflict? So the problem is external. It's not within your character's control, and it's unavoidable. Now, your protagonist is not equipped to go on this journey, and he doesn't even know what he's in for yet. This is just life in a nutshell. We're going about our life as usual. Something happens that we have to deal with. It's unavoidable, but it triggers us to change internally. That change is something we've been resisting, but now we're forced to do something different believe something different. And the more ensconced we get into solving our predicament, the more obstacles show up and the more our internal struggles are triggered because we can't deal with the external problem until we deal with our internal battles. We're forced to change in order to deal with this unavoidable external problem. And here's the thing. These predicaments, these problems come at the worst possible moment. They come at times we can least tolerate. So we have an external predicament and it triggers your protagonist's internal battle. He doesn't know it yet. In fact, he may even think he's got this, but where's the fun in that? We don't want a character who's in control for the entire story. Even if your protagonist has superpowers, oh no, we want the struggle. That's what we came for. So focus on one problem. In Lolita, Humbert must figure out how to be with Lolita. This consumes him for the entire novel. Anna Karenina must deal with how to escape her loveless marriage. In Jaws, The problem is the great white shark. Now, do these problems trigger the protagonist to overcome their internal struggles, their fears? You bet. And then everything else that happens, all the complications and trouble that follows is related to that core problem that was set in motion in your story's beginning. So having one concrete definable problem will help you keep your story focused. You'll know what's relevant and what you can cut. So focus on one external problem, one that has room to expose your character's weaknesses and makes life progressively more complicated for him or her. The situation your protagonist finds herself in must trigger fears, her faulty beliefs, things she needs to overcome in order to solve her problem. Now, despite how passionately we want something, we resist the change required for us to get it. That's why it usually takes something unavoidable for us to stop playing it safe. We've all been in situations where we just have to muster the courage to go after the things we want to solve a problem that we can no longer ignore. Story is about change, and we're all hardwired to avoid it. Given the option, most of us would just keep the status quo. Avoid disruptions, avoid complications, avoid confrontation, Avoid our own transformation until something happens and we're forced to deal with it. We're forced to confront and overcome our own limiting beliefs, fears, misconceptions, etc. So number one, choose one core problem your protagonist must solve. Maybe it's how to survive an illness Maybe it's to avoid going to prison. Maybe it's how to survive the death of a spouse. Maybe it's to slay the dragon or the shark. Maybe it's catching the killer before he kills the girl trapped in his basement. Maybe it's getting the girl to love him. Maybe it's saving his marriage. So you want one Concrete goal, one definable problem that will put your protagonist's inner battles to the test. Okay, on to plot problem number two. The problem doesn't build. Again, most writers are doing a great job of getting their character in trouble, but the initial problem that's set up in the beginning peters out. It doesn't gain any steam. So the events don't build in intensity, depth, and complication. So instead, the writer will put another obstacle in their character's path that has no apparent relationship to the first. So there's no progression. So you want to ask, how can this problem build? How can it gain momentum? How can it build emotional weight? The problem should have room to complicate your protagonist's life as the story progresses. In Lolita, Humbert launches the novel stating his obsession with Lolita. So the implicit problem that drives the rest of the story is, how will he satisfy his obsession? So how does that problem build? Well, he becomes a boarder in Lolita's mother Charlotte's house, Then while Lolita's away in summer camp, Charlotte falls in love with Humbert and gives him an ultimatum, marry her or move out. So he marries her so he can remain in Lolita's life. So now he's very firmly planted there, but that doesn't solve his main problem. In fact, it makes it more complicated. So Charlotte is surely gonna get in his way if she ever finds out that he's obsessed with her daughter. So great, he gets to stay in the house where he can be near Lolita, but this doesn't solve his main problem. How will he get Lolita, now his legal stepdaughter, all to himself? So now he's plotting ways to kill Charlotte so she doesn't get in his way. Now, Charlotte dies in a freak accident after reading Humbert's journal and learning his desire for her daughter. And now Humbert's free to be with Lolita, so he picks her up from summer camp. He takes her on a two-year journey from motel to motel. He encounters other problems along the way. There are other people and so on, but they're all related to his core problem. How can he have Lolita to himself without being caught? But every event, every chapter, every scene is focused on solving that core story problem. So ask yourself, how can this problem grow? How can it gain emotional weight? How can it gain momentum? Can it get worse? Can the stakes become higher? So number one, Focus on one escalating problem that will trigger the protagonist's internal demons. And number two, make sure that the problem is enough to sustain the rest of the story and that things can get much worse or more complicated before things are resolved. Humbert wants to be with 12-year-old Lolita. Well, that's a problem that can only get worse and become more complicated for him. She doesn't reciprocate his love, and she's going to get older and wiser. She'll meet other people. The stakes will build. Anna Karenina meets Vronsky, falls in love, and asks her husband for a divorce. He suggests she remain married to him for appearances and have the affair in secret. So Russian law at that time, divorce could only be granted by the wronged party. So her husband's holding all the cards here. It's a big mess for her, but you can see that every problem stems from one main problem. So each event in your story will be a smaller version of your main structure. Same desire, hitting the same resistance, just in different situations, different versions, and variations. On to plot problem number three. The external problem doesn't force your protagonist's internal change. So the problems are all on the surface, but no matter what problem or predicament we find ourselves in, solving it, is always an inside job. The more passionately we want something, the more we have to overcome internally. Mindset, faulty beliefs, self-doubt, fear, denial, resistance to change. Story is about change, and we're all hardwired to avoid it. Given the option, most of us would just keep the status quo we'd avoid disruptions avoid confrontation avoid our own transformation because it kicks up so much self-doubt and fear and limitations until something happens and we're forced to deal with it we're forced to confront our own limiting beliefs fears misconceptions etc so you have your story problem great there will be consequences that arise. Will the consequences the problem instigates force your protagonist to stare down his limiting beliefs, her fears? So there's a deep connection between the global plot problem and the internal struggle. The internal struggle is what your story's about. Screenwriter Peter Dunn said something to the effect of the story is your character's emotional journey. The plot is the road he or she takes to get there. The story is your character's emotional journey. The plot is the road he or she takes to get there. So for example, in Lolita, we know all along how abusive and damaging Humbert's actions are but it takes Humbert the entire novel to admit it. That's the payoff, his own self-awareness. He finally admits to himself that what he did to Lolita was reprehensible, damaging. He knew this all along, but he suppressed it. He subterfuged it. He justified it with his own skewed logic, his own denial. So there were hard lessons for him to learn. Okay, on to plot problem number four. There's no logical cause and effect. So the character has a solution to the first problem, but that has no effect on what she must do to solve the second problem. And the second problem has no effect on what she must do to solve the third problem and so on. Now the biggest misconception with cause and effect is that it's about what happens. This happens, so that happens, then that happens and so on. But what's most often missing in the cause is your character's motivation. And this is something I learned from Doug Glover who led my first and last grad school workshop. And it changed everything for me in terms of what I understood about cause and effect. So you wanna construct your sequence of events and scenes so that each leads logically into the next, right? But what makes a scene flow logically into the next is human motivation. The cause in each scene is your character's motivation, and that's driven by desire. So your character is after a concrete goal. There's a problem he or she must solve. So if you think of every scene, your protagonist comes into the scene wanting something, and it's usually related to that concrete desire she'll either get at the end or not so it's a mini version of your main narrative structure. Think of each scene as a win-lose situation. How close or far does he or she come to winning the goal at the end of this scene? How close or far is he or she coming to solving the main story problem? Is he getting closer to killing the white shark, or is the shark outsmarting him? Is Humbert gaining Lolita's admiration in this scene? So each scene has a situation and a conflict, a win or loss at the end of the scene. What makes a scene logical, what makes the cause and effect logical, is human motivation. That's the causal factor that moves your plot from one event to the next. So at the end of the scene, you just want to ask, given what just happened, what will my protagonist do next? Now, it could be as simple as she decides what direction to walk in next. It could be he pulls the car off to the side of the turnpike. It could be he decides to stay home from work the next day, or she waits for someone else to make a decision. It could be a thought about what the character hopes for. So your protagonist is either going to get what he or she wants in the scene or not. So at the end of the scene, you just need to ask, what would he or she do next? That's what gives you a logical flow from one sequence to the next. And plot problem number five, there's nothing at stake. So you wanna make sure that there's a cost to your protagonist's quest to get what she wants. So we begin the story with this implicit question. Will this person get what she wants by the end? It's either gonna be a yes or a no. For Anna Karenina, the answer is yes. She gets to be with Vronsky, but she loses far more than she gains. The costs of being with Vronsky are high. She loses custody of her son. She's ostracized from her family and friends, and she learns too late that Vronsky isn't someone that she trusts. It's not that he doesn't love her, but she just doesn't believe it. So she gets what she wants, but there are tragic circumstances. For Humbert, it's a no. Lolita escapes and eventually marries, but he finally reckons with his own guilty conscience. He's forced to acknowledge the harm he's done to Lolita. So it could be a yes, but. It could be a no, but. So ask yourself, What hangs in the balance? What does your protagonist stand to gain? And what does your protagonist stand to lose? There's always a sacrifice. Even when we get what we want, we lose something equally valuable. It's never that clean. It shouldn't be an easy choice for your protagonist. It should be an impossible choice. And when we don't get what we want, there's often a gain we did not see coming. So there you have it. Let's review. All stories center around a problem that the protagonist is forced to deal with. So number one, focus on one central story problem. The predicament should trigger the protagonist's inner demons, Number two, the problem should grow in intensity, depth, and momentum. It should make life for your protagonist progressively complicated. Number three, the external problem should ultimately force your protagonist to change. Number four, human motivation is the causal factor that drives your plot. So at the end of every scene, ask, Given what just happened, what would this person do next? And number five, what's at stake? If he gets what he wants, what's the cost? If he doesn't, does he gain something unexpected? Self-knowledge, self-acceptance, or is it deep regret and lessons learned? So there you go. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope this episode helps you navigate your plot with more direction, focus, and sure-footedness. Now, if you know a fellow writer who might benefit from this episode, please share just drop them the link or share on social media. I know so many writers struggle mightily with plot and I'd be so grateful to get this episode or the Writer Unleashed podcast in general into their ears. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Until then, you know what to do. Keep writing. I'll talk to you soon.